Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's episode, episode 58. 58. 58. Uh, is 58 a significant number to you in any way, Phil? 58 is 50 great. 50. <laughs> As the Black IP say, um, I'm so episode 58, you so episode 50 late. <laughs> I think that's um, uh, strong words for our uh, competitor podcasts. Yes, they're all episode 50 late. They're episode 50 late. Um, who would you say our, our biggest competitor is? Hmm, I'm not sure. I I, th- I think we, we saw the, we, we're the only actors in our space to use a business term i don't know how many other um podcasts out there serving the same uh needs that we are i think that's true i think we're uh uh, unique and uh, the nearest thing to a a rival is probably just the news yeah (laughs) um it'd be if you put if you turned on the news and south park at the same time (laughs) or yeah, or just fart noises and uh, if you if you were watching <laughs> the, the Victoria news, Derbyshire program, if you were watching the news in the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, we're yeah. a morning paper with a shit. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I will be uh, on Have I Got News for You this Friday, uh, Pod Buds. So shit. do tune in on BBC One. Uh, are you gonna you're gonna have to zoom in like it's your own relatives yeah yeah i (laughs) like you're you're just checking in to see how paul merton is doing it really is gonna feel that way it's going to be strange having a zoom call televised to the nation yeah yeah and uh i've listeners if you haven't seen the new have i got news for you format there's no audience there so there's no laughs and it really does turn it into something of a Hunger Games of jokes. Um, I, I, yeah, I have a bow and arrow. Yeah. And um, Ian Hislop has a unique uh, whistle tune that he uh, he whistles to um, inform the others that he's got a joke coming. <laughs> he goes... <laughs> and then everyone goes, oh, sh- 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 Ian's, Ian's going to say something about uh, the... <laughs> The, the the PLP or whatever you know, and they salute while they do it. Yeah, yeah, they do the little three fingered salute on their head, like you see sometimes in uh, naval dramas or sort of cartoons. Never understood what that is. In naval dramas, they well when they do like a they put their, their heels together like Dorothy and Wizard of Oz, and then they put their fingers to their forehead. That's just a normal salute, isn't it? No, no, no. That's well, the heels thing is like Prussian or something originally. But I mean, I mean, like, oh. okay, so put your pinky over your thumb, or put your thumb over your pinky, and just those three fingers sticking up. Oh yeah, I'm doing that now. Yeah, like then 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 you turn the palm to face away from you and put the tips of those three fingers to your temple. Oh yeah, I can't believe I'm doing this on my own in my bedroom. But yeah, yeah, that. Oh, okay. I've is it a secret thing? Somewhere. Is it an Illuminati thing? Maybe it is an Illuminati thing. I haven't heard from the Illuminati for absolutely ages. Have you, Phil? Yes. You know what? The the Illuminati's silence during the COVID nineteen pandemic is deafening. <laughs> Too busy installing all those five G. I was I was literally I was just watching um, Eamon Holmes on ITV Breakfast News or whatever show he presents. Um, playing devil's advocate for five G conspiracy theories. Uh, um, amazing, amazing that people go like, but what? What? But what about idiots? Are idiots represented on television? <laughs> Who's going to stand up for the dumb? You're saying, but people, you know, people have questions and they people want to get answers. Like, questions about what? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> if, the, if the question is if five is five G. Um, the cause of coronavirus, and the answers are quick and swift. No, just because someone has questions doesn't mean they're entitled to 
search endlessly for it or ask questions about it. Especially not if the questions they have are just, yeah, but what if it was, though? <laughs> That's the only question they have. The only question they have is, yeah, but what if I was right? Mm. It's, it's the mm. same thing as conspiracy theorists everywhere. Every answer you give them, they come up with a new question that tries to drive around the evidence. Yeah, yeah. There's absolutely no point arguing with them. And uh, and then after that, I watched um, Eamon Holmes' sort of redaction statement where he said... Oh, in response to my comments yesterday, of course, I'm not saying that 5G causes coronavirus, which is like catnip to conspiracy theorists, because they can go, wow, one day later, Eamon Holmes has to backtrack. I wonder who got to him. Yeah. I wonder how how quickly the Chinese 5G lobby got to our, our Eamon. It's amazing, isn't it? Because you sort of think like, you think they'd be able to imagine a world in which, uh, assuming that uh, that they are wrong and that 5G doesn't do anything bad in terms of coronavirus, that um, a redaction would also have to follow. Like, they don't think like that. Like, if Eamon Holmes had yeah. accidentally said, shoes are full of AIDS, then he would have had to redact it uh, probably within a shorter time space. <laughs> you wouldn't just start imagining a big shoe AIDS lobby. Yeah. But these people but be have been hit on the head by something, I don't know. Well, to be frank, if you're going to Eamon Holmes for your news, I think you're probably a lost cause. <laughs> May I imagine people who come to to Bud Pod for their news. Imagine they where do you get your news from? And they, they it's it's like BBC, Sky, Guardian, Telegraph, Times, other. Please explain. And they just write Bud Pod, <laughs> probably in poo. I should take this opportunity to to um, divulge that I I will be on a program with Eamon Holmes in a couple of weeks i've seen that advertised really um, i just want to know that it was recorded before um before he became um a, a conspiracy theory apologist um yeah 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 it's, it's this program called uh, i've got this in which five celebrities and my and me so I sit around having dinner and playing parlor games and then whoever loses has to pay the bill Ooh, and okay i'm in it with <laughs> with Eamon uh with Eamon Holmes. Uh, um so who, so who else know those recorded a while back. Who else is in it? In my episode is me, Eamon Holmes, uh Alice Levine from Rival Podcast, um My Dad Ate My Porno. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember how it goes. Um and Stacy Solomon, who's a nice lady, yeah. and a YouTuber called Hmm. <laughs> um, this is the oldest I've felt in a while. Little, little Zappy guy. Little Zappo 3000, I think his name is. <laughs> he, he, he went out with uh, um, Girl Ella. Girl Ella? Um, You're not helping me here, Phil. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Is oh, that for God's sake. Bling. Sorry, my, my reminder's just come up saying Bud Pod now. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, wait, wait. G- Ella, is that the one who made protein balls? No, there's a Zoella, who is the, um, the most famous gal one. Zo- um, oh, this right, guy, yeah. oh, gosh, Zippo69. Really cool69 guy, 420, <laughs> hashtag. Yeah. He'd be one of these people you've never heard of, but who has 50 million followers and a billion pounds. Yeah, he's, he's sort of like, 10-year-olds can quote his semi-funny monologues <laughs> word for word. All right, let's do some correspondence. We've still got mountains of, of letters from fans to work through here at Bud Pod Towers. Yes, correspondence from the before, the before times. Um, I think before the nice. apocalypse? Yeah. Yeah. It's full of, it's full of hope. You can, you can smell it. Uh and this is a good opportunity to catch up, you know, because the one, the one upside to this quarantine is that we're all getting to catch up with the things we've been putting off for a long time. And here at Bud Pod Towers, we've been putting off a lot of correspondence for a while. So uh, what better thing to do right now than finally catch up on it? So a correspondence special. Bam. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ring Correspondence. Correspondence. Okay. Correspondence. Correspondence. Uh, Tom gets in touch. Tom, where's your mom? Hey, poo buds. Hey, poo buds. Poo Diddy and Millie Novelli. <laughs> I mean, I got poo, and you you got like a cute pun on the pop music. Yeah, thing. Millie. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple of stories and a tat attack. I've been meaning to email for months, but I usually listen while driving, so I always forget by the time I get to my destination, hence the length of this email. Uh, I'll start with the one that isn't me, as the other two are linked. Interesting. This one happened at my friend's mum's workplace. Ah. I always like the idea that... Friend's mum's workplace. Friend's mum's workplace. I always like the idea that... um, so, like, uh, clearly something has happened involving shit that is powerful enough to get from your a workplace to a mum to your friend to you. Yes, there's a lot of uh, barriers of politeness have been broken to get this <laughs> story that through to Tom. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's been a lot of sort of, what a scoop, what a poop moments. <laughs> uh, this one happened at my friend's mum's workplace. They work in an office of about 20 And one day a colleague came in wearing white jeans and oddly smug about having brought in a punnet of cherries with them. Oh gosh, this is like a Benny Hill sketch. (laughs) They're asking for trouble. (laughs) Oddly smug about a punnet of cherries. Over the day, they happily tucked away about two-thirds of this punnet inconspicuously. (laughs) It sounds sounds like this is um, a just-for-gags prank show that you watch on the airplane, you know? Like someone walks in with a pair of white jeans and a punnet of bright red cherries going, oh, I hope nothing untoward happens here with my brand spanking new white jeans that I'm so proud of. Now remember, the ambassador wants this wedding cake to be perfectly balanced. So make sure nothing unbalances it, for God's sake. Tonight's the very important evening that's in a a vague and undefined way. (laughs) Uh, this was, uh, so, the, over the day, they happily, uh, tucked away about two-thirds of this punnet inconspicuously. Uh, this was until they noticeably sat up straight and stopped working. And this was followed by tears. <laughs> tears, Phil. Like a meerkat. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Suddenly up straight. <gasps> oh. Uh, this was followed by tears once someone asked what was wrong, only for her to let someone quietly know that she had fully shat her pants. <laughs> Due to the excessive cherry consumption. <laughs> what? I did not know this was a danger with cherries. I guess it's a bit like uh, uh, prunes, isn't it? Like any just sort of amount of fruit. Well, she's just had too much fiber. Just, she's made her digestion too good. Just like too much fiber and sugar and acid. Really? Yeah, yeah. Thank God I hate fruit. Yeah, I remember... Thank God I shit out <laughs> painful dry logs, because... <laughs> I'm never in danger of shitting myself at work. Yeah, you you sh- you shit like um, like a, a a log you'd find in the woods in summer, just totally dry, mm. dusty. Yeah, if if uh, if a posh dad came across my poo in the woods, he'd go, "Yes, this one's good," and he put it in his arms and bring home for the fire. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they burn real nice. Um. So she quietly let someone know she had fully shat her pants due to the excessive cherry consumption. Uh, Due to the white pants, they did not walk to the toilets, so they had to be wheeled to the toilets in their office chair. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> in tears. Oh no. <laughs> like Hannibal Lecter oh in that gosh. weird uh gurney. <laughs> yeah, with a little uh a little mask around her anus. <laughs> to stop more coming out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've e- I ate some liver with some fava beans. And a nice Chianti. <laughs> and then the bit where he goes, is just her bum doing it. <laughs> she suspended her upside down, so her, uh, her, her, her bum hole is where Hannibal, Hannibal's mouth would have been. And you've been carted, carted along upright like that. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like Ace Ventura, her bumhole's talking to everyone like Ace Ventura. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She she's investigating the entire crime through her own bum. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of a, a backwards Hannibal Lecter where he he murders people and then puts them up his bum. <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal Rector. <laughs> it's Hannibal Rectum, the backwards cannibal. <laughs> Hannibum rectum. Oh no, it's Hannibum rectum. (laughs) Uh, It's surreal and it's childish. Okay. Yeah, so she had to be wheeled in her cherry poop jeans uh, to the bogs. Um, Although I'm interested, like, once you've wheeled her to the bogs, I mean, you can't, like, hose her white jeans down. So what happens? She just has to be wheeled out nude. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Um, t- uh, paper, you could fashion a, some j- trousers out of uh, lube roll. Yes. Like a, a mummy. Like a Halloween mummy. Mummify her. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are my new white she trousers. Could TP her own anus. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. So where, where, does, where is this going? That's it. That's it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. We, so we, that's all we know. She was wheeled away, never to be seen again. Yeah, they just took her into the bathroom and they, they killed her. They just flushed her down the toilet. She's started a new life in the sewers they, where she belongs. They said to her, this is so embarrassing, we'll have to kill you and flush you down the loo. And she said thank you. She said... She was grateful for it. <laughs> she said, why haven't you done it already? Stop talking. <laughs> but she survived. Uh, now she... Lives in the sewers, training the uh, the ninja turtles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Mostly in bowel control. Um, <laughs> the next happened to me when visiting a friend in Munich, says Tom. <clears throat> Ooh, Punik. Punik. Punik, Germany. That's right. Uh, we stayed with his auntie, who has a flat there, and this is when I discovered. Uh, well, this is when I discovered Das Tatatakum. <laughs> I have in the past, in England, above a toilet, seen a sign saying, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. Yes, we've all seen it. It's a classic. Yep. Uh, which is tat attack enough, but the more concise German version may top it, which is nicht spritzen, sitzen. <laughs> that sounds like sit in your own piss. <laughs> if you're a, it actually sp- spraying piss to... everywhere, you sit in it and learn your lesson. Very German. You will sit in it and you will understand why it is bad. <laughs> so what does it mean? Uh, it apparently trans- translates to don't splash, sit. Nicht spritzen, sitzen. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it, it works better in German. Like a spritz. We've, we've heard of a spritz. Yeah, but only in an Aperol context, myself. Yes, a- Aperol piss, yes. <laughs> Yeah, imagine a German being offered an Aperol spritz. They must go, excuse me, that is disgusting. Or, yeah. <laughs> or they'd just immediately sit on it. Or they sit on it. You want me to sit on my drink? <laughs> or knowing those perverts, so, they probably guzzle it up. <laughs> ah, Aperol piss, yeah, danke. <laughs> Did not realise it was this kind of party. Uh... So he says, it's on this trip when I found myself with uncontrollable stomach rumbles due to a bad burger and two days of Oktoberfest. Bad burger. Bad. Bad burger. Two days of Oktoberfest, though. God, imagine this is so from the before time, Phil. Oktoberfest. Just imagine Gosh, it. Yeah. Uh, any fest. Uh, he says, 
any fest, yeah, a, a January fest, which is April the fest. worst one, the least fun. January fest. What is January fest? New Year's Day, my birthday. That's my January fest. Yeah, likewise. Yes, well, likewise. Um, so he says, I thought I had good control of my bowels, and I decided to tough it out. While having a couple of drinks in the park, and it's decidedly classier while on holiday, and especially in Munich, I suppose, I realized I had a decision to make. Uh, shit myself or shit somewhere in the park. <laughs> Obviously, a public toilet is the best choice here, he says. Yeah, which ideally. is true. Ideally. Uh, sadly, they were not to be found. I had to take the decision to shame myself in a bush rather than my pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, natural. I wonder what, yeah. the, I wonder what the German rhyme for that is. Uh, Nick Scheiser, um, Bush Surpriser. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think that must be it. Um, so, he's going to... He's shitting in a bush. He says, I thought this was the extent of my shame until I was interrupted by a golden retriever. <laughs> Oh no, the most, embarrassing, shit. the most embarrassing color of retriever to be caught shitting by. Gleaming <laughs> yes, in is, gold. Actually. Yeah. It represents the opposite of what you're doing. <laughs> it would it would only be more it would only be appropriate to be caught by a large sinister black dog. Yes, or a chocolate lab at least. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, until he was interrupted by a golden retriever and inevitably the owner of that dog. This person <laughs> said something in German that I could only assume was sorry, only for me to follow up with, okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, what's okay, thank you in German? You, you know this. Uh, okay, uh, dank, okay, okay, danke schön. Uh, okay, okay, danke. Danke. When is it danke and when is it danke schön? Uh, danke schön is, 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 thank, is like thank you very much. Okay, okay. Okay, danke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, like, vielen Dank. Vielen Dank. Like, like many thanks. I'm, yeah, fe just I'm feeling danke. I'm feeling danke right now. That's what a German stoner would say. So he says, anyway, I love the part. And as they say in Bavaria, uh, uh, hang on, Wichse es Vita. Vita. Vita? I think it means keep on jacking it, Tom. Oh, okay, nice one. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Sorry about your park uh, park <clears throat> shame. Although now is a better time than ever to do some uh, dirty protests in the park. Although there are police around now, so it actually might be harder in that sense. You would have to do your shit in the park while doing push-ups. That's right. Yeah, you're gonna have to try and cover it up as squats. So people know it's um. So yeah, people know it's exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you going out? Yeah, that guy's shitting in the park. Yeah. Are, are uh, me? Yeah. No, I keep saying I'm gonna, and then I fail every time. Every day, I say like tomorrow in the endless uh, uh, lockdown, I'll do something difficult voluntarily, and then you know <laughs> what? I don't. I ran f um, five uh, kilometers the the other day. Did you? Yeah. Where the hell did you do that? I ran up uh, the canal over to Westbourne Park. How long did that take you? Oh, I don't know. 45 minutes to an hour an hour maybe a little jog then yeah a little, little jog jogaroo i do feel better afterwards but you never want to do it again mm. i've i've never run in like in public like in the just in the, the street you've never done that yeah actually never come done think of it, i can't imagine you doing that it would look weird i i i don't even know i i feel like people would no matter how i was dressed people would assume i was on my way somewhere yeah, Pierre's late for something. Exactly, yeah. And I, I just yeah, sort of even like... Even if you were wearing like spandex. Well, Pierre's uh, <laughs> sure late for that spandex modeling gig. <laughs> God, Pierre's really late for that uh, uh, that audition for playing a cyclist. <laughs> well, Pierre's sure late for that audition for uh, Dirty Dancing. What's the one where... <laughs> you know, what, what's the one where she does the, the dance audition in the studio in Lycra? What is that? Oh... Oh, 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 oh. Um, and what is this she does it to? Is it the stripper film? Is it Footloose? No, it's not Footloose. It's no. not a stripper film. It's not Dirty Dancing. What is that one? Mm. Hmm. 
Is it a musical? Well, we're annoying everyone now. And I don't yeah, think it well. is a musical, no. Uh, um, <clears throat> but yes, I... I yeah, I've I I, been running around. But I, I always forget how nice it feels afterwards. So I never want to do it again. You know, apparently, like... Uh, um, our bodies are sort of... Our brains are designed to... Sort of forget how good sex feels. Cause, so that you don't get bored of it. So you keep coming back. I've heard but that, yeah. That seems to apply to my exercise as well, but it has the opposite effect, where I forget how good I feel afterwards, and all I remember is how not, how horrible it is to go outside running. So I just don't do it again. <laughs> like if your only memory of sex was like how how hard you worked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like your only memory of sleeping with someone was like, God, that took forever. What a chunk of my day. <laughs> are, are you doing home workouts um i i i'm gonna yeah i but i sort of i want to run in public but i just don't know like like all right so i go to a park let's say and i'm stood on like a path in the park or and you sort of go like well when do i start running what's my pace how do i know what my pace yes, is? that is difficult that is difficult do i just sort of oh. start running out of nowhere and people go oh my god he started running <laughs> I know there's a real sense that everyone's watching you and, and waiting for you to commit to it. Thinking, exactly. when are you gonna? Because you oh, never really now. You okay. never see someone. <laughs> you never see someone start running. They're always running. That's true. You never That's see them sort of true. go. Oh, I've just arrived. It's time to start my run. They're always like, oh, this runner ran past me. Maybe they're just doing it forever. Like how you never see a baby pigeon. You only ever see pigeons. <laughs> exactly. You only ever. You only ever see someone already running. But I guess if, yeah. I guess if they're not running, they're just walking. You don't notice that either. Yeah, and if they're dressed like a runner, you think, that guy's having a rest after his run. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Interesting. On my way to the park for my run um, last week, I um, I chanced upon a, a robbery in progress. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was walking along, and there was a uh, wondering about when I should start running. And yep. there was... Just a guy at the odd bins with a huge uh, crowbar just going, <laughs> just working his way through the door. just <laughs> And everyone's just kind of watching him. Because most people are thinking, I guess he worked there and they've forgotten the key. It, broad daylight. This guy is so bold. Just wow. <laughs> uh, and so I also ran past like going, huh, I guess... I guess they forgot, they've lost the key to that odd bins. And as I moved past him, I saw a police, two policemen running towards him. And I looked back and he was running away holding this crowbar, <laughs> like a cartoon <laughs> villain, <laughs> just running off. And I just thought, I trust people too much. Why do I have so much trust in people? I guess, but it's that thing, isn't it, of like everyone else is assuming it's fine. So you you you're a monkey, so you have to take your cue yeah, from the monkeys, the other pack. Bystander effect, isn't it? Yeah, and also it, it's also the fact that like it's broad using, daylight. Yeah, it's broad daylight. Go, well, it, yeah, no one would be thick enough to be. Maybe he was counting on that. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's like the same thing where like people just confidently walk up to a lot of bikes and 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 and, and like um. What do you call it with the the, the big snippers? Bolt cutters. Oh, just yeah. bolt cutter the yeah. locks off and just take a lot of bikes. And you go, I, th I don't think those are their bikes. And by that point, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really extraordinary. Um, it's, all, it's also different, isn't it? If someone's breaking into an off-license, you sort of go, well, even if it is a robbery, you know, whatever. Whereas if they were breaking into, like, an old lady's head or something... Yeah, but the response was an old folks' home full of full of full of puppies and babies. You'd be like, "Hey, oh, hold on." Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I guess also like a wine shop is such a um, a bourgeois target that people thought surely <laughs> not. And also a, a, a chain of wine shops that was going into administration anyway. It's not going to have loads of cash behind the counter, is it? So unless he yeah. knew of. Maybe there was like a very rare bottle that he knew about in there. That you, you, you know, like saw a the lock, only... stock, and two barrels kind of a situation. <laughs> and if <Yeah>. only <laughs> he found this magnum, he'd be set. You saw the only sommelier burglar. <laughs> I mean, he looked quite cool. He looked like he had he has a lot of tattoos down his leg, and he was that kind of um, 
sort of a hipster that always looks like they're ready to fix a bike. You know, they've got those short uh, cargo shorts there and um, a sort of um, a sort of uh, racing green uh, t-shirt that's sort of tatty but not gross. And uh, facial hair. So he he, he uh, yeah, I think so. He reminded me of a character in Tiger King. I don't know if you've watched Tiger King on so Netflix. So he had a bit of a, a crystal meth vibe. Well, he was actually the the nice uh, Ren, Ren, Renke character, the guy who managed uh, the the zoo, but broke his legs. Oh yeah. He he looked like that guy. So he looked like a sensible dude, but no, he was a wine thief. He was a a smellyurgler. Smellyurgler, yeah, yeah. A smellyurgler, um, but or then a when I. <laughs> on my way, on my way back, there were so many policemen. They they'd cordoned off the the odd bins, which is fair enough. And there were a couple of policemen outside that door. But then around the corner, there were I'm not kidding, like eight police vans, vans, all parked up, policemen everywhere. And I thought that I mean I know it's a crime, but this seems a bit much. Maybe he was like a proper maniac. I mean, a crowbar is a hell of a thing to have in your hand while you're running around psychotically trying to burgle an odd bins maybe it's yeah, very he strange seemed pretty, it seemed like it seemed sort of premeditated he seemed like he knew what he was doing because you can buy booze still it's not like you can't buy booze <laughs> it's true maybe, maybe the maybe the online queues were, were too long for him I mean he's just a crazed like drug addict where they just go like I don't know I thought I could get an armful of wine and sell it for 3p I don't, like they're just beyond thinking it through but he just seems so together. He seemed all right. That's that, that's always the most surprising when someone just seems like all right, really. But anyway, what do I know? Who who knows what's going on in his life? <laughs> yeah. Let's look. Judge not, lest ye be judged. I mean, I I I very much related to him. I'd love to break into an odd bin. Are you kidding? <laughs> just for something to do, I think. Something to do and a little reward at the end. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> delicious a delicious bottle of wine after a long day's burgling <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Louis has got in touch Louis, 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 Louis um, yes and basically uh, have you ever seen that, that meme of the, the Japanese baseball game full of fake American names no oh you're in for a real treat here Phil I'm going to look this up so well, hang on. I'll I'll read them to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so what 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 is what is the meme? So basically, Louis says, "Hi there, bud chaps. I've been listening to all the episodes because I cannot get enough of that poopy poopy dribble." <laughs> 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 Thank you, Louis. Uh, in episode thirty-four, you talk about the most American names. Uh, did you know there was a Japanese baseball game released for the Famicom where one of the programmers of that baseball game had to just make up all the American names? Famicom. Yeah, Famicom. Is that like a convention for people who are really into family values? <laughs> Famicom, uh, yes, I think it must be. I think it must just be. Oh, no, it's com with an M. Famicom. Okay. Oh, wow, yeah, it's, it's one of those really old Nintendo consoles. Wow, look at that. It looks like <laughs> a Transformer's head. Oh, I see. So it it was a baseball video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so right. it was an American baseball video game, uh, but entirely made and released in Japan. And they didn't have any, they whatever. There was a rush or something. And they just said to one of the programmers, "You, you hurry up and name all the players on the teams." And so this <laughs> some Japanese programmer was like, "Oh fucking hell," and had to make <laughs> up American names. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it already. And they're really good. So let's go through these baseball plays, Phil. Uh, and I'm going to uh, pronounce them as best I can. Sure. Okay. Uh, first on the roster here. Sleeve McDykel. <laughs> Sleeve. Yeah. It's spelt like Steve, but with an L. Sleeve McDykel. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, next on the roster, Onsen Suimi. Onsen Suimi. That's funny because onsen in Japanese is like a, a spa, a hot spring, a sauna as an onsen. An so he's, onsen. he's basically, he's called Sauna Suimi. Sauna Suimi. It's with an M too. That's fun, Suimi. <laughs> M. 
M. Sweeney, ja. Anson Sweeney. Next on the... I'm going to qu- go for a quick Sweeney in the Anson. Um, this one is so close, Phil. I think we can all appreciate how close this Japanese programmer got in 1986, or whenever it was. Daryl Archerdeld. <laughs> so close. Archerdeld. He's, he's nearly nailed that. That sounds like a character in like a a, a, a bootleg copy of uh, The Great Gatsby. Yes, uh, I'm Daryl Archerdeld of the New England da- Archerdelds. Yeah, and you're reading and go, wait, Archerdeld? Wait, what? And you look at <laughs> the back and it's like... <laughs> it's like uh, all those names in Game of Thrones where it's like, I, I'm... Uh, 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 like wavered dillium and things like that. They're always sort of slightly different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like weird like spellings. Borb. Borby. Yeah, bo- <laughs> bo- Bobbit. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Anatoly Smorin. Now that does sound that's like an actual nice. Russian. That's good. Anatoly Smorin. Anatoly Smorin. Uh, Ray yeah, that sounds Mc- like one of the great uh, Russian um, novelists. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Or like uh, uh, no yeah, one has Smorin. ever... No one has ever successfully, safely completed this dance move except for Anatoly Smorin. <laughs> um, so the next one, Ray Mixriff. Ray Mixriff. Yeah, Ray Mixriff. But Ray, like, uh, Ray's with an E and it's M-C-S Riff. Mix, Mixriff. Ray Mixriff. Is, is that a Scottish clan that was... Um, really good at improvising things on the spot. <laughs> yeah. the they were the only. They were the only improv Highlander. Hi- Highlanders. <laughs> 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 they invented Highland Highland improv is done at the Highland Games, Phil. After the caber tossing. What makes the McGriffs so dangerous is you never know what they're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me a place. The Highlands, right? Uh, <laughs> give me a profession. Crofter, right? I'm a crofter in the Highlands. <laughs> and everyone cheers. Yay! Everyone cheers. <laughs> um, okay. What's uh, a next crofter? On the list, a crofter is like uh, someone who, I think it's uh, someone who makes um, like the, the stuff you need to put in thatched roofs. Like a thatcher. Gosh. Like a thatcher. A croft wow, is like a small such cottage a, farm. God, there was such an industry around just roofs, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, if your day. roof is made of grass. God, there's a lot of work. Oh, there you go. It's like a type of farmer. Yeah, a croft is a person who farms a croft. There you go. There's your, there's your right, answer. I mean, that's not really answering the question. What's a crofter? A man who deals with crofts. That's such a, that's such a fuck you definition. <laughs> <laughs> what's a rum diddler uh, it's someone who rum diddles right thank you yeah um yes it's a form of land tenure and small-scale food production particular to the scottish highlands and the islands and formerly on the isle of man there you go that's why i know that word okay um next on the bar- baseball roster glen allen mixon glen allen mixon yes um yes glen allen mixon it's a good drink Yes, yes, yes. 20 years old Glen Allen. <laughs> yeah. um, Mario McAlwain. That's a good mixture of ethnicities there. Irish-Italian. Yeah, very uh, the most New York name imaginable. Yes, yes, The yes, Mario yes. McAlwains. Mario McAlwain. Raul Chamgillan. <laughs> so that's Chamberlain with a G. Raul Chamgillan. <laughs> Um, Kevin Nogelney. Nogelney. Yeah. Sounds like an injury. It does, yeah. He, and uh, and Kevin will not be playing uh, baseball today because he has Nogelney. <laughs> Next, uh, yeah, Tony... that was like um, it's what they called arthritis before they understood arthritis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We finally discovered the underlying causes behind Nogelney. <laughs> Uh, next on the list, Tony Smerrick. Tony Smerrick. I mean, that's mm. the most believable yet, Tony Smerrick. He sounds I, like um, uh, an actor who played a detective in the 70s. Yes, or one of the, uh, one of the earliest stand-ups. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. 
It's that you'd, you'd, you'd hear an old interview with Woody Allen when he was still doing interviews where people liked him. And he'd be like, I, I remember I was so inspired by Tony Smerick. The first comedian to ask everyone how they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> the first comedian to ask if anyone's drinking tonight. <laughs> of course, we'll take it for granted now. Now it's considered hack. But of course, someone had to start it. And that was a genius of <laughs> yeah. Tony Smerick. It's like finding out someone invented saying hello. It's Tony Smerick. It's just... <laughs> And and now we hit a real highlight, Phil, of the baseball team. Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> Classic. That's incredible. Bobson Dugnut. I mean, any players of um, the Pro Evolution football game in the noughties will also have a really enjoy this. Yes. Did you yes, pre- of course. Did you ever play Pro Evo? Um, I had friends who had Pro Evo, and I was amused to see that, you know, you could play as uh, Bavid Deckham. Bavid Deckham... Ryan Gills was a personal favourite. <laughs> <laughs> the only aquatic footballer. Um, yeah, that was really what, fun. What, how, how would, what would Manchester you call Red. Manchester oh, Red. <laughs> you had to play as Manchester Red. <laughs> Manchester Red. Of course, they can't use the names of the teams. That's astonishing. <laughs> yeah, all the logos or anything. Oh, wow. The, the Cannon Boys. <laughs> God's sake, that's mad. Um next up after Bobson Dugnut, we've got Willie Dustis. Well, I like Willie Dustis. I like Willie, Willie Dustis. Willie does this. Dustis. He plays baseball. Dustis is spelt like justice. Yeah, great. Um in the name Jer- of Justice. Jeromey Gride. Jeremy uh, Gribes. Jeromey Gride. Gride. Okay. <laughs> Scott Dork. But Dork is spelt like <laughs> Dork like is spelt Hawk? like a, a French name. D O U R Q U E. Dork. Wow, like talk. Yes, yes, yes. Scott Dork. Uh Shone Furcott. Shone okay. Furcott. Dean Wesry. Mike Truck. That's a good one. <laughs> Mike Truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like a, a, a Japanese spy pretending to be American. Why, I'm American. My name is Mike Truck. <laughs> oh, by God, that's a patriotic name. Now, get in here. It sounds like a pejorative term for someone living in, in the Midwest. <laughs> All these like, Mike Trucks over here. Yeah, well, like uh, they would talk about it in advertising firms. Sure, in New York, we want to buy Coca Cola, but what does Mike Truck think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's Joe Bloggs and Mike Truck. I heard Joe Soap the other day, which is pretty good. Joe Soak. Uh soap with a P. Right. And who what does Joe that refer soap. to? No, is like Joe Bloggs, like like some random no no no, oh, some okay. random like, Joe soap. like some piece of shit you sit next to on the bus, whatever. <laughs> wow, Joe uh, Soap's quite yeah. a nice name though. That's true, yeah. Uh uh. Now this one's quite hard to pronounce. So it's spelt it's a misspelt version of a of a different name that would be Dwight Portugal, but it's Dwigget Rortugal. <laughs> Dwigget Rortugal, Tim How's Sandal. Dwigget? How's Dwigget spelt there? Uh D W I G T, like Dwight with an H taken out. Dwigget. Ah, okay, okay, okay. And then and Rortugal is... is Portugal with an R, Rortugal. Great. Dwigget Rortugal. Uh, Tim Sandal, spelt Sandale. Carl Dandleton, that's a good one. Mm. Mike Cernandez and Todd Gonzalez. <laughs> Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, this is great. So many of them is just uh, clear mishearings, I think. Just like, uh, yeah, Gonzalez. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But you have to admire the com- confidence to just go with it. Oh, yeah. To just go like, yeah, I can make up. I can make up actual full names. <laughs> Some of them are pretty good. I mean, Americans do have crackers names. They do, they do, yeah. They do have some weird names. I mean, and they're very funny about how it's pronounced. Like, that, that guy whose name is, is clearly supposed to be whatever it is. It's, it's basically Mike Boner, but he claims it's pronounced Boner, even though it's spelled with an O. <laughs> and an e. Well, he would say oh, that, wouldn't he? Yeah, what a yeah, exactly it's exactly what a boner would say. <laughs> um 
Yes. Uh, so, 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 so. Uh, oh, c- can you imagine if? <laughs> can you imagine the horror of a list of names that an American programmer had to make up for a Japanese baseball team? <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Why? Why do Japanese people always come up on this podcast? I think we're low key obsessed. I think we have to be obsessed with Japan because um, they they really they just punch above their weight culturally. That's true. In 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 a similar way to that, what the UK does, where it's like, oh, it's not the biggest country in the world, it's not the richest, but by God, everyone has seen a lot of the media and heard a lot about it, and of course, yeah, 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 it's true. Soft power. And I think, yeah, I was uh, I was very obsessed with ninjas as a boy. Really, you don't see yeah. the type. I never cared about ninjas at all. Is that weird? I couldn't care less. You didn't care about ninjas, the sneakiest men around. I just think they're so silly. I just thought ninjas, cowboys, <laughs> pirates never got into any of those. They just seem really? a bit broad. Yeah. What were you? What what kind of generic uh, uh, job that isn't a job were you into? Oh, I guess like, hmm, right, right, right that's a good question. Oh, it sounds dorky, but oh, like inventors, inventors, inventors. You know, like a Dexter's Lab kind of situation. I was obsessed with the idea of having an underground lab and oh, sort of right. like tubes and um, secret doors that would lead to my underground lab, and then I had like a ne- an underground network of of um, of tunnels that would take me anywhere throughout the rural uh, city that I lived in. Right. Okay. And so it was uh, the power of knowledge and sort of elixirs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we've spoken in in past about our our, our desire to to concoct magical potions out of our mum's shampoo. It was very much an extension yes. of that. Yes. Okay. So you thought I could make the shampoo into something interesting if only I had the lab. If only I were underground where science happens. <laughs> Science is up to 30% more science underground. <laughs> it's been proven. Um, Henry has sent us some tat. Tat? Yes. Lovely. Henry the Hoover, hooving up tat. That's right. Hi, Phil and Pierre. Please see below for some tat I found on a recent trip to Cancun, Mexico. Oh, that's where American uh, reprobates go for their spring break, isn't it? It is indeed, yes. Uh, it's, he says it's, these presumably are all for those uh, dirty-minded spring breakers, but I think they were drink holders, but they were actually just crap polystyrene round things, and one of them is particularly scatological. Hope you enjoy Koji Henry. So let's have a look at this tat. Um, okay, so this one, Phil, it's in, a, it's in what you might call one of Microsoft Word's more amusing fonts. <laughs> it's in a fun font, and it says, I'm here about the blowjob. Oh no! Yeah. And uh, Wait, underneath so this it is just like says a polystyrene. Mexico. This is a polystyrene ring for you, or like a, like a, it's like, like a, cup a mug holder. warmer. Yeah. God. Yeah. So it says, "I'm here about the blowjob," and then underneath it just says Mexico. <laughs> is it is it addressed to Mexico? Is that is that what the person <laughs> said at customs? I'm here about the blowjob, Mexico. Just handing your passport over at immigration. I'm here about I- the blowjob, Mexico. <laughs> I like the idea that someone went, where did you get that here? I'm here about the blowjob cup for... Oh, I see. <laughs> um, so this next one is pretty good, Phil. It's, uh, it's in a, a quite a somber font on a, a white on black. Mm. It says, I heart to fart. <laughs> I think that's, um, that's some of our merchandise, isn't it? <laughs> it is now. That's on it the says, Budpod uh, store. <laughs> it says, I heart to fart, and fart is capitalized. And then at the bottom, again, it says, Cancun, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I heart People must fart. know where these are coming from. We must represent our beloved home in the only People way we must know, know how. The source of this genius. Um, yes, people. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess I guess in a country with, with such a bean-based cuisine, it's not entirely surprising, is it? As a, yes, as, a, a, as a national motto. Yes, they'd have to love farting, if only through a certain type of Stockholm syndrome. Eventually. 
in that they've been held captive by farting so long that they've just come to empathize with farting's objectives. We had to fart because we have no choice. <laughs> we must hard to fart. My father hearted to fart, and his father before him hearted to fart. And so now I heart to fart. The trees heart to grow, the birds heart to sing. We must heart to fart. <laughs> it is in our nature. <laughs> um, so this next one, Phil, is quite saucy. Ooh. It says, in, big, in really big letters, it says, I'm shy. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it says, I'm shy. Yeah. Yeah. And then underneath, in quite small letters and brackets, it says, but I've got a big dick. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Is I'm that, is shy. That... I've got a big dick. Is that. Is, right. Is the big dick then being submitted as the reason for his shyness? Is he going, I'm shy. But I have got a big dick. Is it that tone? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, in, in, in the sense where it almost should be and. Right. Oh no! But yeah, yeah. It's the explanation no. where it's where it's like, don't look at it. That yeah. would be quite a funny approach to take. I'm shy, but I've got a I big dick. All right, so it's, it's trying saying, to make up for it. Yeah, well, it's saying like I'm shy, but here's this here's this thing that should make you be the one to start with me. Right, okay, 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 yes. Um, and then below the uh, brackets uh, qualifying sentence about the big dick, uh, there is a uh, Mexican hat, and it says Cancun, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Another of their very poignant national mottos. Yes, I think that might be the the motto of the state of Cancun, or whatever it's called. The, the famously the shy cultures of Latin America. Yes, the shyest cultures in, around, I think, with the shyest dancers. <laughs> um, so here's another fun one, Phil. It says, uh, tell your boobs, and boobs is enormous uh, in big, big letters. And the O's look like boobs. I don't need to tell you that. Sure, yeah, one would have to assume. They've put, they, but they, don't, they, don't, they haven't been drawn to look like boobs. Someone's just put sort of little dots in the O's. So it's a bit lazy. Okay. Tell your boobs... In big letters, to to stop staring at my eyes. Ah, the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. Victim blaming, <laughs> if anything. Gosh. Tell your boobs to stop staring at my eyes, and then underneath, of course, Cancun, Mexico. <laughs> I mean, is it is this is Cancun sort of America's Ibiza? Is it sort of once beautiful? Place ruined by uh, tourists from a richer country. It could it be, yeah. That way. Yeah. It's, it, it seems like most of these places are either once beautiful, idyllic uh, uh, holiday destinations turned into horrible fuck pits, or fuck pits, yeah. uh, or they're like uh, devastatingly poor rural areas that farmed like one thing for hundreds of mm. years, and now they have to be like, I guess now we farm one thing and we make these. Uh, I've got a big dick cup holders. Yeah, gosh, sad. Uh, so this final one, Phil, just says, lost the hair, in big letters. Okay. Lost the hair. Oh, and then that, underneath that, again. This sounds in, like in, dad tat. Yes, yes, this is like a creepy dad tat. Uh, creepy dad sex tourist tat. It says, lost the hair, and then in brackets underneath in small letters. What do you think it says? Uh, lost the hair, gained... Oh, a, a big old pair of balls. You're so close. You're so close. Lost the uh, hair, gained an inch. Oh, so, so but see, that's better. You've already improved the tat, I'd say. <laughs> um, <laughs> it says, lost the hair, kept the big dick. It's a big dick again. Uh, I was going to go big dick, but I thought, surely not again. It's too obvious. Yeah, you go to the, the, the craftsman of Cancun would never repeat themselves. <laughs> Uh, so it says, lost the hair, kept the big dick, exclamation mark, bold. Uh, and underneath, again, is a picture of a Mexican hat uh, and Cancun, Mexico. Cancun, Mexico, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, it's the only hat in the world big enough to cover such a big dick. 
sombrero. Yes, when you when you hold a sombrero, a mariachi sombrero, in front of your genitals, uh, it's expected that your enormous dick and balls fill the entire uh, hat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pierre. So you, if you have to pick one of these to take home with you, you have to have one of these pieces of Cancun tat. Which are you taking? Ooh. And you're not allowed to apologize for it or say that this is for a joke. You have to oh, use it. Oh, man. In earnest. <laughs> that is hard. Um, let me think. Let me think. Well, you, you, your, your hair, you've got a thick head of hair, so I'm afraid that one is, uh, that one's beyond your uh Yeah, your and I've got, a be- I've got a beard as well, so I wouldn't even be able to pretend it was that. Yeah. Um, I've just gone away from the email, so I, I'm trying to refresh my memory, but Gmail's being a little piece there of shit. There was boobs staring me in the eye. I mean, yep. in this climate, you'd, you'd be a fool. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, that's too dangerous. And the boobs in the eyes, I'm not doing it. That's out. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, you're shy, but you got a big dick, mate. Yeah. I mean, that, yep. that, is the, that is incredibly the least offensive. Yes, and also the bit about the dick is, is like in quite small writing, so people would need to be quite close. There is a humility to it, yeah. Um, what was the first one? Oh, yes, I'm here about the blowjob, Mexico. Yeah, actually, maybe it's an easier choice than I'd first thought. Yeah, I'm shy, but I've got a big dick has to be the one. It has to be yeah. the one. If yeah. someone gets close enough to read the rude bit, maybe maybe it'll work. Yes, maybe it will, yeah. I, I, but I think that's a very much... Um, or a reverse causation argument. If they're, they're yes. close enough to have read it, you've probably won them over already. <laughs> yes. Also, the rude bit's small enough that I could put my finger across it kind of thing while I'm sipping my uh, <laughs> coconut-flavored booze, question mark? I'm not sure. <laughs> hot, hot beer? i got no idea. Hmm. Yes, I have to go with that one. I, I, I assume your choice would be the same. It would be the same, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's the only smart choice. Yeah, I think I think that's it, really. Um, and so, what? Uh, well, that's kind of that's kind of the episode. What are you What are your plans for the rest of this beautiful sunny day? We can't go outside <laughs> uh, to enjoy. Uh, well, today um, I'm I'm going to try and finally finish uh, Death Stranding, the video Ooh. game, the crazy video game. Uh, I'm so close. Every time I, th- every time I get through another twenty-minute cutscene where I go, here we are, here we go, here's the finale. I can finally return to my life. They go, you have one more job, and I go, oh, for God's, oh! <laughs> why is this game such value for money? <laughs> That's so funny. They just, you, you can never quit your job as a digital postman. <laughs> I really can't. But you know, it's nice to get out. That's the main thing. Uh, what about you? Um, I uh, have got to be a guest on a on a, a podcast that uh, is run by someone who listens to the podcast. So that's ah. a, a, a snake eating its own tail. Um, and I need to post some drawings to people I've done drawings for. It's really impressive that you've started a essentially a small business from your home. Yes, um, I, uh, I sort of almost hope that people don't go too mad on the commissions thing because it would be very funny if it was like, well, I would have written some comedy in isolation, but I was doing all these kind of like, like med- medium quality drawings. <laughs> <laughs> like I've I've stopped being arguably very good at comedy to be uh, almost good at art. That's my new dream <laughs> is to be a sort of a mediocrity in a different form. Well, I mean, now's the time for mediocrity. Like Michael mediocrity Jordan with baseball. Well. Right, yes, yes. Michael Jordan. Did he play golf? Or was it baseball? No, it was baseball, wasn't it? He did golf as well, I think. Yeah, in Space Jam, he plays. he's playing golf. Yes, 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 yes. God, what a he, film. He, what a film. But he was so self-aware about his own crapness at golf. He agreed to make a film about how he really must return to basketball. <laughs> I mean, that's he some made, self-awareness, he, isn't it? He made a film about how he was willing to be taunted by cartoon characters into being less of a <laughs> fucking joke. <laughs> um, right, yes. Right, I'm going to go send these goddamn uh, um, 
These goddamn drawings are going to go queue at the post office like it's the damn war. When you start getting commissions from uh, the Vatican, that's when you know you've really made it as a, an artist, Pierre. Yes, when a religious authority goes, your art's so good that I don't want to burn it for it being impure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a compliment. Yeah, it really is. Um, um, to all the pod buds, have a nice, uh, a nice week. Stay happy and safe. Have a nice, yeah, have a nice week. Stay indoors, for God's sake. And we'll see you in due course. See you for the next week of the apocalypse. Bye. Bye bye.